Blog Talk Radio. everybody and welcome to all you need to know radio i am your host on hollywood with your co-host almost Woolworths with Woolworths and none and welcome to our show on tonight's show we have a jam-packed show and a controversial show first of all president biden slams the u.s supreme court for their refusal to block this outrageous law of abortion uh when this law they're saying something about a fetal heartbeat and can be done at six weeks. Most women don't even know they're at six weeks, so Biden has a message for the Supreme Court. We're going to tell you what that is. Also, Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy is freaking out because the uh, Senate the Senate Judiciary Committee of January 6th insertion, basically led by Donald Trump, is requesting phone records, and Kevin McCarthy is threatening any company that complies with that order. Also, the Education Department is suing for civil rights violations against five states. We'll tell you who that is. And the CDC is telling unvaccinated people to stay home for the Labor Day holiday. Is that enough for you? How about Britney Spears' father is being accused of stealing five hundred thousand dollars and escorting his famous daughter for two million dollars to step down if that's not enough i don't know what it is but right now high above american wealth group usa studios this is all you need to know radio and it starts right now All right, everybody, welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood, with your co-host, Almost Lorge, and welcome to our show on September 2nd, 2021. Coming up, first of all, the President of the United States slams the U.S. Supreme Court for their refusal to block an outrageous Texas abortion law that just went into effect yesterday. Biden slams SCOTUS refusal to block Texas abortion law, vows to pursue legal remedies. President Joe Biden says he's launching a whole of government effort in response to the U.S. Supreme Court, allowing the nation's most restrictive abortion law to take effect in Texas, directing his gender policy council and the White House legal team to tap federal agencies to ensure women maintain their constitutional rights to an abortion. The new law in Texas has raised concerns among Democrats and abortion rights advocates that there will be efforts in other states to emulate it. And the Supreme Court rules provides a fresh initiative to act on abortion on the federal law level while resigning the national political divide over abortion and the, and the high court. And it seems the Chief Justice Roberts has lost control of the Supreme Court, and we are in grave danger of losing Roe versus Wade. Almost, what do you think? I think that you, you're setting it up reasonably well, and I just want to kind of explain the legal mechanism here, because I've actually talked about how the Supreme Court took this cowardly act on this show before, but and, and talked about the 
shadow docket before the Supreme Court, which is really inappropriate to be used for momentous decisions like this. And that's exactly what happened um, with an unsigned opinion that did not have detailed legal briefing or oral argument before the Supreme Court. They just said, nope, we're not going to stop this law from going into effect. And that's not what the Supreme Court's docket was designed to do. You know, they do have cert. They do have um, a writ of certiorari, so, so they have discretionary review. They do not have to review the decisions of the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, which is where this decision came from. But um, by choosing in this really cowardly manner to allow a clearly unconstitutional law that, that clearly violates the well-established precedent of viability for a fetus in Roe v. Wade, then um, – and, and I'll explain that in just a moment – then um, by, by doing it in this way, it, it, it shines light on this shadow docket, which has been used by the conservative majority on the Supreme Court to make a number of other – really nasty anti-civil um, rights and anti-consumer and anti-individual um, rulings. And, and, you know, this abortion one is getting a lot of attention for very good reason, but the shadow docket is inappropriate in general and should very, very rarely be used. And um, to, to, to make such a momentous change to the constitutional law of the United States without a real hearing is, is grossly inappropriate, and so I wanted to point out the procedure being a problem first. But to, to, to talk about the substance just a little bit with the understanding that there are some people who devote their lives to abortion law, and it's not me. Um, there, there's a clear viability um, that's, that's the test, whether or not the fetus is viable. And if the, if the fetus is, is not viable, um, then it is able to be aborted. That's, that's the constitutional test under Roe v. Wade. And so that would mean, you know, even though there have been some medical advances in um, technology for premature babies, in general, if you're two-thirds of the way through your pregnancy or less, the fetus is not viable. Um, so, you know, that, that would mean that most women under Roe v. Wade, under the old rule that's been around since the 70s, could get a, an abortion at least, in, you know, four or five months or so into their pregnancy. Um, as you pointed out, and the, as that news story discussed at the top, with the six-week requirement, most women, I mean, if you get your period once a month, that's it's two weeks after your missed period. That's hardly any time at all to make a momentous decision about abortion. So it's so what I don't it, understand. It's essentially banning abortion. Right. What I don't understand is mm -hmm. why a bunch of fat at, at the Capitol are making decisions about a woman's right about her own body. They need mm -hmm. to stay out yeah, of a woman's John, body. The, John, I agree with you, and the, you know what the answer to that is? It's because the, the Texans, God bless them, elected those people. And if we, and if God we, bless you them, and if me, and our people, if they're electing people we, that we, are violating the law, it's, this is unconstitutional, clearly. It, it is. I, I completely agree it's clearly unconstitutional. It, it violates well-settled precedent of Roe v. Wade and Casey about, about viability requirement, and it's, it's obviously unconstitutional, which is why the court should have stayed enforcement of the law pending real oral argument. But, but they didn't, and they did it in a very cowardly way, as I was just describing. But, you know, that law was written by a legislature and was signed into law by the governor. And, I mean, they're not all men, but a lot of them are. The governor is a man. And, um, you know, they are the elected officials in the state house in, in the state of Texas. So, you know, you and I, John Hollywood, are Texas residents and Texas voters, and we're registered and we vote for Democrats. So that's, you know, we're not part of the problem because we're trying our best to fix it in the way we can, and as well as this political activism. But if you're a listener to this show, 
and you're in the state of Texas and you're not registered to vote or you only vote for president and you don't vote in local elections or state house elections off your elections, unfortunately, with respect, and I, I love you for who you are, but you're, you're part of the problem, um, the, you know, the Texas has one of the lowest rates of voter participation in the country, and if liberals and Democrats in, in cities voted in a higher percentage rate, perhaps we wouldn't have such nasty, horrible laws as this, as this abortion law or the new gun law that went into effect in Texas, which allows any person to carry a, a handgun concealed without a license or a permit or training of any kind, which is just incredibly We're stupid. We're going to talk about that, too. We're yeah. going to talk about that, too. Copperhead, what do you think about the uh, outrageous uh, abortion law? And by the way, the new laws, they passed 666 laws, so 666. What does that tell mm-hmm. you? <laughs> it's a coincidence, yeah, but it's, not, it's, it's a funny one. I will say this, that it, the whole catalyst for this whole uh, argument at all is strictly about voters. They are doing something big and brassy so they can keep their, their voter base, which is Republicans. And for some reason, this has been a lightning rod for Republicans to be so passionate about, which has made Democrats so passionate the other way. And anytime somebody feels like their life, rights are being violated, you know, Republicans will say it a thousand times, you know, you're you're – killing that baby you're you're causing an abortion and that baby's innocent but they don't take care of that baby once it's born and that baby goes through life until it can grab a gun and start fighting for america it is not taken care of by the same people who want to preserve that life so i don't understand how their logic works that they can go ahead and keep the baby alive and put a burden on our society if the parents can't take care of it or if the parents don't want it it puts a burden on our social systems it makes Children who are are born under that umbrella uh, feel unwanted and unloved, and that causes a lot more problems past that. And for some reason, we are okay with getting being born, but we're not okay with raising them past that. So shame on Republicans for not for having that split focus and not not focusing on what's important here. And there's a lot of things such as women's bodies and how how different they are than men that the guys who are voting for. Um, withholding abortion from these ladies or making it so hard to get to, they don't understand the consequences of what those actions are, and they're not looking at the big picture. All they're doing is trying to get voters from their voter base. Well, and uh, very well put, Copperhead. I agree with both you and Mm -hmm. almost. The thing is, is that um, what can Biden do about on a legal process? Unfortunately, the answer appears to be not that much. Um, And I've seen some kind of chatter today. Obviously, I was working today, so I I haven't spent all day reading the news. But I've seen some chatter today about trying to federalize certain abortion providers in Texas to make them immune from the reach of the law as drafted by the Texas legislature, this SB8, that um, we we didn't really talk about it, but part of the reason why there's a discussion in the judicial review is because the the Texas legislature, those Republicans that we just discussed who were voted in, crafted the law in a a crafty way. They, They wrote it in a crafty way to try to evade judicial review by providing a private right of action to individual bounty hunters um, who uh, suspect that a woman or a provider are uh, getting or providing an abortion after the six weeks date, it provides them a private right of action. So the reason that's important is because it's not the government doing something, it's a private right. And so it makes it harder to argue that um, it's the government banning abortion. They're not doing anything. It's just this this private right. But as a practical matter, that's not what happened. I mean, already many abortion providers in Texas in compliance with this new law have been canceling appointments. And already, I mean, we're talking about two days in, there's been an uptick in appointments made in Oklahoma and New Mexico for uh, healthcare services, including abortion services for women. So, you know, it's 
the, the whole thing's crazy, but your question was, what can Biden do? And unfortunately, it appears that through executive action, there's not that much he can do. I, I think that's something that he should be done in his order saying the, the law is unconstitutional. He, he can't do that. That's um, only the Supreme Court. That's uh, Marsh, uh, Marshall v. Madbur- uh, excuse me, Madison v. Marbury. It's a very foundational case from the United States Supreme Court establishing judicial review and the separation of powers, only the Supreme Court can, of the three co-equal branches of government, can decide whether or not a law is unconstitutional. Um, the executive exists to execute the laws, the legislature exists to write the laws, and the judiciary exists to review the laws. So, in short, no. Something that I think he should do, that I think he can do and would help this and several other instances, is I think he should expand the court. Um, I, I think if they added four justices such that there were hey, 13 hey, hold on. justices. That, I'm that just, music means he, we need to take a quick break. When we come back, okay. that's exactly what I'm hearing he is going to do is possibly pack the court. I want to get your opinion on that. So, guys, that music means we need to take a break and uh, pay some bills real quick. I'm John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. If you'd like to join the show today, call 516-531-9990. That's 516-531-9990. When we come back, we're going to talk, is President Biden going to try to pack the U.S. Supreme Court because of their refusal to block the Texas outrageous abortion law? It is unbelievable, and our dumb wheelchair moron, Governor Abbott, just doesn't get it. 666 laws, 666 new laws in Texas. Why did they not add one more so there wasn't bad luck? So we need to take a break. This show is brought to you by American Wealth Group USA, and uh, you can find them on social media for IRS relief. This is Chainsmoker, something like that. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Friendship. I don't have to pay for medicine, housing, food. It's just amazing to just raise money for such a cause. We're helping children. Thank you. It's a great cause. Home, I go to smartsign.com. I order fantastic safety signs and labels. Glow in the dark signs. I got great bathroom signs. You can even order custom signs. Mom's got to lay down the law. SmartSign, America's top online sign retailer. Use offer code YouTube10 for 10% off products at SmartSign.com through December 31st. Hey, is anybody out there looking for some advertising that you will definitely get some response from? Well, All You Need to Know Radio is ready to open up our market, and we're only going to be taking just a few people as uh, commercials and We have an executive sponsor at this time. However, we are always looking for different things. If you're interested in advertising with us, you get personalized service like uh, this is John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. I write your own commercial. I ask you a few questions about your business, and um, we can talk about price. We can talk about uh, me voicing the commercial. We can talk about how we can help your business expand and it won't cost you an arm and a leg. Once again, All You Need to Know Radio wants to know, do you want to make some more money for your business? If you do, then go to All You Need to Know Radio on Facebook and let us know. It has to mean something. So we make sure this means something, that we've done everything to make your shopping, test driving, and car buying experience the way it should be. CarMax over from investors. I wish I had bought Amazon or Netflix when they were first recommended by The Motley Fool. I'd be sitting on a gold mine. And it's true. If you had invested in Amazon when we send a buy alert at $15.31 per share, you'd be up 12,000%. Or if you had invested in Netflix when we recommended it at $1.85 per share, you'd be up 18,000%. And, well, Amazon and Netflix have had a good run, 
we think these five other stocks are screaming buys. And you can buy them now for less than $49 a share. You can grab a copy of five growth stocks under $49 for free for a limited time only. Now, don't look back five years from now regretting that you failed to act. Simply click to enter your email, and we'll send you your five free stock picks directly to your inbox. I had a way then, losing it all on my own. I had a heart then, but the queen has been overthrown. And I'm not sleeping now. Welcome back, everybody, to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. With our co-host, Almost Wolvers with Wars and None, and our special correspondent, Copperhead. All right, so Almost, so Biden, you said he can't do an executive order. I understand that. He can pack the court. Mm-hmm. What do mm-hmm. you think? Well, I think that there's, you know, I, I think he should do it, and I, I, I've advocated that Did the Republicans before. make a big mistake in doing this? Because it's forcing his hand, basically, don't you think? It's it's unclear whether or not the Republicans made a mistake in doing this. I think that it was inadvisable. I think it's really bad policy. Um, I support the rights of women, but um, you know, politically, I, it's unclear whether or not they've made a mistake. The consequences have yet to be seen. Um, the I, I do think that it's it's likely that the Democrats are going to make some form of a response, but I don't know what that response could be. Um, one of the things that I think might be an appropriate response is expanding the number of justices on the United States Supreme Court from 9 to 13, um, or even potentially as much as 15. Um, there's nothing in the Constitution that specifies the number of justices their docket has become significantly busier. There are more cases getting appealed, and the uh, lower courts are busier. And it does make sense in that scenario to expand the, the court just from a logistics perspective. But I do think that there's also a reasonable argument to be made that it should be expanded for constitutional reasons um, that um, – Gorsuch should not be on the court. It should be Garland. Um, Kavanaugh should not be on the court because if he should have been um, appropriately vetted by, uh, by the FBI, the accusations of uh, uh, sexual assault and monetary impropriety were, were not appropriately vetted. And Coney Barrett also was forced through without an appropriate time for a hearing. Um, the confirmation but hearing for legitimate. her was grossly rushed. Right. It's arguable that the last three justices appointed by Republican presidents are, are illegitimate. And, and so, I mean, I think that there's like a procedural argument them? to make to expand the court. Can Biden I'm sorry? remove any of those if they were put unjustly or oh, only via illegal? Maybe so. It would have to happen via impeachment, where the House of Representatives impeaches them, then the Senate convicts with a two-thirds majority. And because of that two-thirds conviction in the Senate, with the current makeup of the Senate, it's impossible. I mean, there's, I mean, the, it, uh, Kavanaugh could shoot someone, and the and the Senate wouldn't convict. So um, I, I, I think that. The, the way to do it is not to remove them for being illegitimate, but it's to, in the eyes of the Republicans, this will, they will be the, the Democrats who are the, excuse me, the liberal justices who are appointed by a Democratic president will be seen as illegitimate, but he can do it anyway. Um, I agree. For, Coming up in two minutes, guys, we're going to talk about Kevin McCarthy, the majority leader, Kevin mm-hmm. McCarthy, threatens people. If they respond to the not, to the January 6, 2021 insurrection, Senate Judiciary Committee investigating the insurrection, we're going to talk about that with Almost and well, uh, Copperhead. Real quick, real quick, Copperhead, what's your opinion of what Almost just said about the about whether or not we should expanding the court? I think I think if nothing else, just looking at their workload is the is the best way to kind of talk about that because when you're talking about seven justices, expanding it to nine justices, expanding it to whatever we need to, 
their workload has been increasing exponentially over the years. So the fact is that those people think, need the help. I think that's really a good argument. I think that's really a good argument. I really think their workload has extended way beyond nine. And it also helps write a better that's how it width works and breadth of the for team. lower courts. That's how it works for lower courts. There's, there's a body that's not talked about very often, but they're very important and powerful, called the administrative of the courts. And they track statistics and basically make sure judges are doing their jobs effectively and administer the ju- the, the administer the kind of way the courts function. And when a judge gets too busy because they have 7,000 cases or something crazy – they make a new bench. They, they they get a new judge, and so I mean the same thing. The same thing should happen to the United States Supreme Court. But then there's also these substantive arguments about the illegitimate illegitimacy of the last three picks. So I think it's both. I will say this too: is that well, then there's the, no doubt. There's no problem with Biden doing it then because of what's gone on with the last mm-hmm. three justices and way the way they were appointed. I think we have a great argument for on both of those fronts. Mm-hmm. I think also with with more judges, we get a better breath for what the American people want as a whole. The more voices that are kind of put into that role and that can vote amongst themselves, it's a smaller pool of votes. But it, it, the more people that are there, the more it starts sounding like the American people as a whole. Mm. Absolutely. So Biden or President Biden, you have all you need to know radio's permission <laughs> as taxpayers <laughs> – to uh, expand the court. Let's do it. Everybody email the president, email your senators, email your congressmen, and tell them let's expand the U.S. Supreme Court. They're overworked. They need more justices to get more caseloads done. All right, moving on to the the unethical jerk of Senate leader majority Kevin McCarthy who threatens anybody that complies with the phone records request of the Senate Judiciary Committee of uh, the January 6, 2021 insurrection that was actually at the direction of our former twice-impeached, one-term loser, former President Donald Trump sexual predator. Almost, what do you think, at Kevin McCarthy's threat? It, it, it's it's completely bogus, and me thinks he does protest too much. Um, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, what he said, and I, I don't recall exactly exactly, but it was something along the lines of a Republican majority will not forget which which companies disobey the law and comply with this, or something like that. Um, That's specifically what he said. I'm watching, reading it on the internet. Yeah, he said Republicans yeah, will not exactly. I, I knew I was close, and and that that statement is riddled with lies. This is a binding legal request a, via a subpoena from a congressional committee with the power to enforce that subpoena. So calling the request unlawful is bogus. Second of all, there's no Republican majority right now, and hopefully if we can do our job right during the 2022 midterms, there won't be a Republican majority for some time. Third of all, what is he trying to hide? I've seen some news reports that come out that indicate that his phone records, Mr. McCarthy, the, 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 one of the most Repub- powerful Republicans of government right now, is one of the people who was subpoenaed, whose records have been subpoenaed. Um, the Jim Jordan, Jim Banks, Mo Brooks, Paul Gosar, um, uh, Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Matt Gates. I'm talking about the Sedition Caucus, have also been subpoenaed. Um, there is my understanding is that the phone companies do not keep recordings of telephone conversations, but they do keep recordings of text messages. So those text messages, the substance could come out. Um, what's very, very interesting you, you don't is you know who does EPA? keep reco- – wait, wait, wait. This is, this is real interesting. You know who does keep recordings of telephone conversations? Google. The NSA. The NSA, the National That's Security right. Agency. And, and you know who came right. out and said yesterday in a tweet back to Kevin McCarthy something along the lines of, what are you so scared of, sir? 
Adam Schiff, the ranking member of the Intelligence Committee. He, he might know so some non-public quick. information. Uh, Political is recording. McCarthy's name was included in a in a broad request. The select panel sent Monday to social media platforms and telecommunications <laughs> company. Oh, so he's threatening Facebook and Twitter. Good luck with that. Oh, yeah. And, and like Verizon and AT&T. These are some of the biggest and most powerful companies in the world. And the threat's ridiculous. The Republicans, including McCarthy, take millions of dollars from, from tech companies and telecom and lobbying money. Are they really going to turn on them? Come on. Well, I know for sure that Kevin McCarthy spoke to President Trump during the insurrection. Yep. And President Trump, mm-hmm. former President Trump, responded to him because he told him to stop it. These are your people. And Trump responded to him something to the effect of this is Antifa. He said, this is not Antifa. These are your people that are in our capital destroying it. Make them stop. And he goes, Trump said, well, Kevin, they must are more worried about the election results being right than you are. So maybe you're mm-hmm. on their side. Kevin McCarthy's yeah, response that was, was quick reported, and just what by saying, is who the F what happened before them? do you think you're talking to? That was Kevin McCarthy's response. And he did not right. only talk to him once, he talked to him twice. So Copperhead, that, that's, on the, that's on the 6th, sir. But what, what I'm interested in are the text yeah, the messages and phone calls that occurred prior to the 6th planning for it. You see what Absolutely. I'm saying? Yes, mm-hmm. sir. You've always said it's this, gonna be too. You've always said it. It's going to be hey, definitely Com- interesting. Copperhead, when we come back, we'll, we'll get your opinion on this, okay? Okay. All right, everybody. All right, everybody. So this is All You Need to Know Radio with your host, John Hollywood, and your co-host, Almost Wolvers, with Borge and Nunn. We are heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday night live from American Wealth Group USA Studios in Dallas, Texas. If you'd like to be part of the show, we're welcome to 516-531-9990. That's 516-531-9990. 9990. Also, you can call, press 1 if you'd like to be part of the show or listen to the show. This is the Lupa. Don't show up. We'll be right back. Here's to clean their gutters. Dad, I keep telling you it's dangerous. Climbing ladders is too dangerous. Lee Filter puts an end to that. So how does it work? Leaf Filter's three-piece system filters out leaves and debris, letting water flow through freely. Do we need to replace our gutters? Great question. Leaf Filter can be installed right on top of your existing gutters. We're sold. Call 833-LEAF-FILTER or go to getleaffilter.com for your free gutter inspection and estimate. Only at Ashley Home Store's one day sale. Buy one, get one half off. Buy this sofa, get the love seat half off. Or get 0% interest for four years plus three months payment assistance. Don't miss it. Saturday only at Ashley Home Store. We make it so you can take it on any adventure, but only you can create the memories. We've made it the longest lasting, but only you can make it family. And that's why, for 80 years, we don't make cheap. You do. Right now, get 3750 combined cash allowance plus $750 bonus cash on 2020 Jeep Cherokee models. 75 years of moose. We live in the mountains, so I like to walk. I'm really busy in my life. I'm always doing something. I'm not a person that's going to sit too long. In the morning, I wake up, and the first thing I do is go to my art studio. A couple came up and handed me a brochure on Prevagen. I've been taking Prevagen for about four years. I feel a little bit brighter, and my mind just feels sharper. I would recommend it to anyone. It absolutely works. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. A family of five to the amusement park can cost a small fortune. Oh, yeah. So to save some money, we thought, hey, let's bring the amusement park to us. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Uh, step right up. Step right up, young man. Are you ready to ride the wacky waterfall? 
That's just the bathtub with the shower head running. Nope, it's the wacky waterfall. It's the shower, Dad. Waterfall. Wacky. There's an easier way to save. To get a free rate quote, go to Geico.com. Then buy online, over the phone, or at your local Geico office. All right, everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood, with your co-host, Almost Woolridge. And, guys, welcome back. We are talking about a lot of things on today's show. If you'd like to be part of the show, you're welcome to do that by calling 516-531-9990. Again, 516-531-9990. Press 1 if you'd like to be part of the show. If you're brave enough, don't worry, we won't bite. We have a couple of people holding. We'll see if we can get to you guys, so sit tight. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. We're almost at 340,000 people on Instagram alone. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. Uh, God bless. Just every social media out there. I need to get a list of them. Uh, Instagram? Instagram, we're almost at 340,000 people. Or 300. And 60,000. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. So, we have a couple of friends. And we've got our special correspondent, Copperhead, with us. Hey, Copperhead, are you working on any investigations right now? We have a couple of things going on. Uh, I don't want to divulge too much, but there's um, you and I, we, what we talked about last week, uh, we have a couple of ideas that are coming down the pipeline. We're going to actually kind of need to set up a page, too, so that our followers can track what goes on, even if we don't have time to talk about it on the air, that they'll be able to see what goes on with some of our, our discussions already with, like, Wayfair and um, our other discovery stories that we've done. Thank you so much for that. So we'll definitely start doing that. Your microphone is clicking, by the way. Um, anyway, so let's talk about uh, Kevin McCarthy and his the GOP's empty threat, like almost said. Mm-hmm. About uh, just, I, companies not turning records over, and the ones that do, the GOP won't forget. What do you think? He's just an, he's an amazing turncoat. I mean, he's been fighting for years to get the Patriot Act signed, to get all these uh, invasive procedures put into the American public. But the one time that he's invaded or even questioned about it, he suddenly is re- recoiling from it. Like he's suddenly like all about privacy and individual rights. So choose a side, McCarthy. You, you can't make us do one thing, and then you get to have your own privacy. You know, we can all open up for you just so that you can close off for us. Plus, once you find out all these information about who is where, those phone calls not only track that phone calls were made and received, but a lot of times there will be some sort of GPS coordinates with them too. And if there's people talking to people that don't usually talk to each other, such as congressmen talking to some of these in uh, – Rioters that were happening at that day, what were they doing talking to those people and coordinating with those people, I'm assuming? Because you don't just give your mm. phone number away to somebody without having some sort of relationship with them. So it's going to be really interesting seeing who's talking to Trump, who's talking to McCarthy, who's talking to these congressmen who uh, are trying so hard to hide everything. So if you don't have anything to hide, this shouldn't be a problem. And if you do have something to hide, we're coming to watch. We're going to figure it out. Well, and just wait till they're subpoenaed to testify i hear the fifth oh. coming because they can't do executive they can't do presidential whatever that's so called. they can do that Pre- i don't recall privilege. i don't recall uh, i guess they could do that that just shows the calendar that they are hey guys coming up in at 6:43, we're going to talk about the cdc tells unvaccinated people to stay home for the labor day weekend so almost Regarding Kevin yeah. McCarthy, don't laugh at me, but I've been watching The Good Wife. <laughs> Hilarious. And, and um, there's a situation where there were some uh, terrorist statements that were made, and the NCA catches on to those. And then they do what's called from you listen to the person they were talking to to one more person or you can do it to a third person or a fourth person, but it has to be approved all the way up the ladder. And literally, if you're on one of those calls and you say one of those terms, 
or names you are flagged and sent to an NSA agent to listen to. Do you know anything about that kind of stuff? I mean, I don't pretend to be incredibly savvy with the technical details of exactly what is collected. Um, My understanding is that the NSA essentially collects virtually all call data that crosses cell towers or the Internet in America um, and to a lesser extent globally. I, I do not know the direct answer to your question, but I would assume that substantial detail was collected by the National Security Agency. Whether that will actually be admissible in any form of congressional hearing or anything like that, it, 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 the answer to that is probably not, which is part of the reason why these normal, legal and valid subpoenas to like Verizon and Facebook are so important and so threatening to McCarthy because as Copperhead said, when they show Paul Gosar directly coordinating with insurrectionists, he's going to have a lot of explaining to do. Um, and it's it's pretty likely that at least some of them really did coordinate with those folks or with people who um, uh, were were funding it and organizing it, but not necessarily participated in the physical attack, like Charlie Kirk, for example. Very true. What I was mm-hmm. interested in, though, is finding out, and I and I know that. I'm not asking you to be an expert on it. I'm just saying that you're, you are agreeing that they probably have this recorded. And I don't know that it necessarily needs to be released uh, or put into a, a matter of record. I think the American people need to hear this stuff because that will affect. Well, their I agree with you. I, I agree with you, but I think that the, the institutionalists, the gray men who you know run the CIA and the NSA and things like that, um, would never actually do that, even though it would be patriotic in this case. Um, they, they seem very, very concerned with punishing people who leak for patriotic reasons, like Reality Winner and Edward Snowden. Um, and so I'm, I, I'm reluctant to. I, I agree with you that they should do it, John. That they should, if they do, if the NSA or the CIA or whomever, or the FBI even has this stuff on record, um, where you know people in Congress are actively plotting a coup, essentially, it would be patriotic and the right thing to do to release it publicly. I just that's so against the thesis of what these agencies, these intelligence agencies, do. There, I just I think it's unlikely that they actually do so. But I will say See, that it would be really, really interesting. Is somebody is not happy, and there are a lot mm-hmm. of people that are not happy with what the Trump administration did. They leak stuff. Mm-hmm. I think. And I think also it would be I really interesting to happen. see. I think it'd be interesting to see if Russia or China has any information about this, because it seems mm. like there's a lot of ties back and mm. forth, and they have no problem with mm. stuff all Makes the time. You say, mm. Just, just wondering out there, Putin, if you're listening, we would love to hear what your friend Donald Trump was saying to everybody that day and the days listen, before that. Yeah, yeah, listen, listen to this show. Be careful what you wish for. I, you I, know, E, e was, and S uh, voting systems, uh, you know, uh, there, there's been a ton of talk from the Republican side about Dominion voting systems, flipping votes and changing votes in favor of Biden, but there have been some statistical analysis done by people who are far smarter than me, and I'm, I'm not making this allegation. I'm reporting news about the statistical analysis um, that tends to indicate that in states like Kentucky and Maine and South Carolina that use these E&S voting systems, that actually there was election fraud going the other way. Um, and given the Republican Party's um, penchant for projection these days and their clear willingness to cheat and lie, it wouldn't surprise me if those statistical analyses revealed a fundamental truth if it was actually investigated. You know, the reason I bring it up, it kind of seems like a non sequitur, but it's not. It's the same thing where, you know, if the NSA or the FBI or the CIA or something like that had um, – 
real data that would indicate that what I just described, um, those statistical analyses is showing with regards to ENS noting systems is true, um, then, I mean, again, it would be patriotic and the right thing to do to release that information to show the country that, you know, perhaps Susan Collins and Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell didn't really win their Senate races. But um, what does that big word you know, mean that you just said? I'm sorry, which one? Uh, it started with an I when you very first started attacking Insanano or something like that. Copperhead, did you hear that Ooh. word? Okay, well, I, I, what I'm talking about, I don't recall exactly what I said, but what, what I'm talking about is – I don't know what is, the word means. That's why I'm asking. There, there, there's a, a statistical analysis that, that occurred about um, E and S, maybe that's what it is, E and S voting systems. It's a, um, they make electronic voting machines. And um, I, I, I am not making this allegation. I'm reporting news about statistics. Um, there, there is some statistical analysis that indicated that perhaps there was election fraud going the other way. And the, the, the point that I'm trying to make with that is that if the CIA or the FBI or one of the, the gray men, as I call them, the, the intelligence operatives, had information that would indicate that there was stolen Senate races or stolen governorships, that it would, again, be patriotic, the right thing to do for them to release that information. But I just, I don't, it's, it's not what they do. They're never going to do that. So, I, I, you know, I think that what we need is we need to get the records these um, would be the January 6th investigation and the coup investigation is we need to get the records from these companies, not from the, the recesses of the government. Yeah. Never say never. Especially <laughs> in today's society. Yeah. Um, okay, Copperhead, what do you think? I mean, I, I agree. It, it's, the problem with the NSA or the FBI or the CIA or any of those other agencies providing information to the American people about what, what's what should start showing how many cards they actually own. And I think a lot of Americans would be terrified if they found out how much uh, information those government agencies have. And the fact that they don't make a song and dance every time somebody's found everything they find out, they don't make a song and dance about that's a very good thing, and I think there are checks and balances as far as they own the copies of everything, but they may not even ever access them without any any reason to. Once there's a reason and that those files may be opened up, you know, well past the date that they were actually recorded. But there's not nearly enough people in those companies to be able to listen to as much data as going on in our system. So that's a big factor right there. Past that it's scary how much information they do have so they're not going to be forthcoming with every little bit of tidbit of information they have no matter how, how patriotic it is it starts showing the american people how much power they have and it also shows our our china and russia and those people that they are accessing information that maybe they shouldn't have or maybe they have more than china and russia and it becomes a, an information war Absolutely. So that music means we need to take a quick break. So just a quick break, and we'll be right back with uh, John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio, and your co-host, Almost Woolridge. And we are we have our special correspondent, Copperhead, with us. This is Jason Aldean and super country couple, Carrie Underwood and Jason Aldean, If I Didn't Love You. We'll be right back. Only at Ashley Home Store's one day sale. Buy one, get one half off. Buy this sofa, get the love seat half off. Or get 0% interest for four years plus three months payment assistance. Don't miss it. Saturday only at Ashley Home Store. Start your day. Body fuel. Come to play. Drinking it after glass milk. Three to one. Blast milk. Full of calcium milk. Make it number one milk. Twist milk. Tough milk. How do you do? What up, milk? Shuffle milk. Shop milk. Question. Got milk? with you but before we sign i gotta ask sure anything we searched you online and 
Maybe you can explain this? Can't believe that garbage is still coming in. That is so false. Frustrated with your online search results? Call Reputation Defender today to join tens of thousands who improve their online reputation. Get your free reputation report card at reputationdefender.com or call 1-877-866-8555. Everybody, welcome to all you back to all you need to know radio heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio. Please make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, especially Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and all social media. Do not listen to the loser leader Kevin McCarthy threatening you. If he threatens you again, you should ban him from your platforms. That'll show him. Did he not? Did the GOP not learn anything from President Trump? former President Trump, losing 600 million followers. He's so isolated now, and it's kind of funny in itself. Anyway, welcome back. Almost, let's talk about the CDC. says unvaccinated people stay home traveling for the Labor Day weekend. Is that constitutional or not? I mean, I believe it's not a order. I believe it's more of a suggestion. Um, and it, to the extent that it's some sort of mandate or order, I think it's constitutionally questionable. But um, to the extent that it's a suggestion, it's a damn good one. Even in a pandemic, you think that it would be unconstitutional? You know, the the answer to that question is probably yes under today's Supreme Court. Something to understand about what is and is not constitutional is that the ultimate arbiters of close questions are the United States Supreme Court. Um, and so, you know, I can look at historical arguments and like what I would do if I was a United States Supreme Court justice, but I'm not. And um, the eviction moratorium that was issued by the CDC was recently tacitly struck down on the Supreme Court's shadow docket again. You can tell I'm a little upset about that um, as being an unconstitutional overreach of um, the CDC's uh, mandated authority, which is, a, which is about um, public safety. And so, well, you know, it's, it's we unclear knew they were whether we're down, didn't we? I mean, yeah, when we Biden, thought, we, we when thought they probably would. But the point that I'm making is recently the Supreme Court um, rebuked the CDC making broad pronouncements um, and mandating broad legal changes to society saying that they don't have that statutory authority. So that was two weeks ago. So, but um, are they not right that Congress should just pass a law? Yes, they, of course Congress should pass a law, but the Republicans in the Senate won't pass anything. Right. That's the right okay, way to hey, do this. Well, we got some infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not actually law yet, Copper, Copperhead. I agree that that's, there was a, uh, oh, a, a an agreement and they passed a cloture vote in the Senate, but Biden has not signed into law a uh, infrastructure bill. So no, Not yet. Yeah, not yet. He probably will at, at least on the 1.5. To, I think he probably will on the compromise bill. I mentioned comments today regarding the $3.5 trillion um, reconciliation package that uh, Sanders is trying to push through the yeah. reconciliation process with no um, filibuster. I, I, I'm concerned that Manchin won't himself. support that. Yeah. He's got to get over himself. So, so – I mean, I'm not sure what I do think at least one bill will land on Biden's desk regarding infrastructure before the you know before 2022, 
Um, I don't know when. I don't know how many. Uh, you know, <laughs> but I think at least one bill will land on his desk to get signed into law. But the, but on something controversial like the eviction moratorium or um, a, uh, a a stay-at-home order or something like that, getting a reasonable bill to protect th- public safety through the Republican through through the Senate that that requires a greater than 50 votes is virtually impossible. It's just not going to happen. So you're saying the Republicans don't want to protect Americans' rights and lives? That's exactly what I'm saying, John. I'm glad you caught on. (laughs) All right, my friends, here we go almost. Here's a two-minute warning. Thank you. And, I, and you know, I'm actually going to start my two-minute warning right where I just finished that conversation with Mr. Hollywood. The, the, it's, it's clear that the federal GOP it does not have the best interests of the American people at heart with the way that they are governing this country. Um, on all kinds of issues, from taxation to war to climate change to whether or not we should investigate a coup to whether or not we should protect ourselves from a 100-year plague. These people are not interested in governing for the people, by the people, and in helping the everyday listeners' lives. No matter where you are in the world, if you're in America, you need to register to vote and vote for straight to Democrats in every single election, including small local elections. If you're a foreign, one of our many foreign listeners, thank you so much for listening to us. You can't directly contribute to the American effort, but you can help Democrats and Democratic ideals all around the world. Um, I love you all. I love the platform we have. And uh, thank you so much for listening and giving me the opportunity to talk about these important issues. You all have a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you guys next week. All right, everybody. So that was our co-host, Almost Wars with Wars and None. Uh, so awesome that he's always with us every week. So make sure that if you missed any of our show tonight, go back and listen to it on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music, anywhere. All right. So, Copperhead, what do you think about the CDC asking the unvaccinated to stay home? This I weekend? mean, that's that's. They're trying to control a disease that has gone through and ravaged the whole world. And the fact is, we've talked about this before, the longer that this, these viruses are out there, the longer they're not put in control, the longer we don't get our vaccines, the longer that we deal with these, the more different variations we're going to have. The, more, the longer it's going to take, the more deaths we're going to have. So them requesting that people stay home that are not vaccinated is going to help limit that virus from spreading, which means there's going to be fewer variants, which means there's going to be a shorter lifespan, hopefully, for this virus. But the fact is, is that you're going to have those gung-ho people who are anti-vaxxers, who are anti-masked, who are going to go out and try to get on an airplane or cause a scene in a restaurant or whatever just because they feel like their, their freedoms are being invoked. Their freedoms are not being invoked, but they're endangering their own lives which, and the lives of those around them. So I don't understand how them being um, borderline murderers seems to be okay, but – their mindset it's just mind-blowing absolutely and let's bring up the fact that these unvaccinated americans are affecting our children's lives by killing them we are now up to 600 kids that have died from covid19 that the republicans haven't even mentioned anything about nor has the president to be honest with you which is a little disappointing we're going to see what we can do about that so guys if you're unvaccinated you're really Stay about home. to become in a very small part of the world that will basically be the four walls of your apartment or house because you can't can go to the gym, go to an outdoor event or anything in Los Angeles, in New York. And they're moving into Chicago. I just heard Texas, Texas. We're coming up. Get ready. We're going to have it. All right, let's talk about Britney Spears. Britney Spears has been cleared of any wrongdoing, and the housekeeper charging her with battery, the department, uh, the DA has refused to uh, file the charges, saying that the case is frivolous. Another Britney Spears news, that Britney Spears' lawyer has filed documents in court saying that her dad is trying to extort her for $2 million, saying he will not step down 
unless he's paid a fee to do so. Copperhead, what do you think? Dirty Dad's already taking way too much money from uh, Britney Spears through her life. He's forced her to do things she doesn't want to do, including taking drugs and taking um, uh, anti-pregnancy kind of stuff and ha- not letting her have her family or her childhood and just a normal anything. He's worked very hard and mooched off of her the whole way. So the fact that she How about putting her in a insane asylum she because she didn't want to do another Vegas deal where he was going to make a lot of money on? Right. Putting her in a room that she told the judge that was bigger, no bigger than a dog's cage, where they left her for four days with no food. She looks fantastic now. And what's even more tragic is that she is still paying for his lawyers through these court cases because that's part of this whole setup. So it doesn't matter what what else he can get from her. He's already gotten way too much. All right, Copperhead. So let's go on to our song pick of the week. It's by the incredible 18-year-old teen sensation, Olivia Rodrigo. Um, this girl is just incredible. She was 17 when she came on the scene. Copperhead, what do you know about Olivia? Well, I mean, she's one of the Disney kids, and she set herself up in a very ingenious way because a few years back we had this movie trilogy called uh, High School Musical, which, like, flew off the – I mean, it got bigger and bigger each episode. So the first one was just straight to video. It hit it off really well that they did a sequel. The third one even made it into theaters and was it was a summer blockbuster that year. Now on Disney Channel, they have um, High School Musical, the TV show. And she is one of the main characters on that show. So she was already very popular with the teenagers and teenagers that were watching this show. So her launching her song career, is she's already launching – off a huge platform into an even stratosphere of the of the next one. So she's she's done very well with it. She has great song choices. Uh, every song of hers sounds totally different, and she's hitting all the strings of what every girl and every guy her age uh, feels. So it's all very relatable and very honest. Absolutely, and not just her age. I mean, I'm not her age, and I love her music, and I know a lot of people that uh, she spans all ages and all gay, straight, bi. Uh, I mean, she's, she just hits it all. And she, when I, when I hear her songs, I'm like, how do you go through so much heartache? And I was talking to a friend of mine actually today. And they're like, I think this is all one guy. Can you imagine when this guy's name finally comes out? Well, I mean, Taylor Swift, all her lovers have always come out, so it's only a matter of time. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So this is All You Need to Know Radio's song pick of the week for September 2nd, 2021. It's new, it's dangerous, and it's in your face. It's teen sensation Olivia Rodrigo, Brutal. And I'm so caught up in the news of who likes me and who hates you And I'm so tired that I might quit my job, start a new life And they'd all be so disappointed, cause who am I if not exploited And I'm so sick of 17, where's my fucking teenage dream? Someone tells me one more time, enjoy your youth, I'm gonna cry And I don't stick up for myself, I'm anxious and nothing can help And I wish I'd done this before, and I wish people liked me more We got to hear this one part. That's so amazing. I just love that part. All right. So Olivia Rodrigo is going to be at iHeartRadio's Vegas show. Go to iHeartRadio.com, where, by the way, all you need to know, radio's podcast is number one. And with that, Copperhead, here's your closing argument. I mean, we've talked about it before. I'll talk about it again. It's your job to make your life. So if you are not voting, why not? It's something that definitely impacts your life every day. And daily we talk about those impacts and how they've affected you. So it's your job to help perpetuate or to help extinguish some of these things that we're talking about. And we all know what party is looking out for you and which party is not. So we we encourage you to register to vote, to vote Democratic, and to make the most of your life uh, and me personally, I'm saying look out for those around you, stay educated, and also 
inform others when you can. What I got? All right. So, everybody, that was Copperhead, our special correspondent. For me, I want to second what the CDC says. And if you're unvaccinated, you are a danger to our society here in America. And you need to realize that and cowboy up and go get vaccinated, damn it. All you wanted to know was you kept saying as soon as FDA officially approves one of the drugs, you'll get vaccinated. That's what millions of Americans' excuses were. Time for excuses is over. Cowboy up and go get vaccinated. Our kids' lives depend on it, guys. So we've covered a lot of things in tonight's show. Biden slammed SCOTUS for refusal to block Texas abortion law. We covered Kevin McCarthy's a coward. The one thing we did not cover is I want to make sure everybody's aware of the the, uh, education. The Department of Education has launched a civil rights investigation into five companies for trying to ban people from wearing masks that saved their very lives. Curiously, Texas and Florida is not included in that. Go to our Facebook page and we will have that story for you live. All right, guys, I'm John Hollywood, your host. On tonight's show, thank you so much to Almost Woolridge, our co-host with Woolridge and Nunn. Thank you very much to Copperhead, our special correspondent. Thank you to Blog Talk Radio and to everybody out there that is listening and keeps us the number one show in America and around the world as we broadcast from American Wealth Group USA Studios live here in Dallas, Texas. Take care of each other. Get vaccinated. Get with the program. Cowboy up. That's all I got to say. And keep reaching for the stars because that's where it all begins. Never let anyone tell you who to love, how to love, or how to make your dreams come true. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. And go say hi to your neighbor and make sure they're still around. Make sure you're talking to your friends and family, even if you can't see them face-to-face. By the way, here's a birthday shout-out to one of my best friends in the world, Raymond Costieja Jr. Happy birthday. Good night, everybody. What have you done?